This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is Optimal Relationships Daily, episode 1234, How to Be a Better Communicator, by Shraddha Datta of introvertdeer.com. Hello, everybody, and welcome to ORD. I am Greg Audino, I'm your host and narrator, and the article I'll be sharing with you today really cuts to the core of relationships. We're going to hear about how to be a good communicator and the many ways in which we communicate, which are often lost on us. So listen close as we optimize your life. How to Be a Better Communicator by Shraddha Datta of IntrovertDeer.com Most people conceptualize introverts as shy, quiet, and reserved. We can be shy, quiet, and reserved, but some of us can also be extremely outgoing given the right time and place. Talking a lot doesn't necessarily mean communicating, just like there can be many ways of expressing art, through painting, telling stories, singing songs, dancing, and so on, there can be many ways of communicating. Communication is an art, and we introverts may have an unconventional way of doing it, whether it's talking or listening. People communicate with you at ease or with difficulty based on the following points. Charm, the quality of being engaging and compelling. Charisma, the influence you have on people. Body language, the way you sit, stand, your posture, etc. Mood, whether you're happy, depressed, or feeling empty. Interests, if you have anything in common with the other people. Character, your actions define who you are. Environment, the situation, whether it's a conversation with a big group or a one-on-one, a situation of lightheartedness or seriousness. And reputation, what they know about you, how they've seen you communicate. These things will affect your own communication, or another person's communication to you and there may be even more variables. Half of these things are dependent on fate and luck, but the other half make up your response. Keeping these points in mind, it should help us to evolve our sense of communication. Introverts are good at listening. We love listening when a person genuinely speaks about something about which they're passionate. We hate it when it becomes small talk. Extroverts love to talk, whether it's big talk or small talk, as that's how they attain energy. Introverts can talk very little or a lot about things about which they're passionate. To evoke this sense of passion in introverts or extroverts, ask them questions. People love being asked questions, as it makes them feel like the other person is interested in them. When they start answering, it gives us introverts an opportunity to listen. Not by asking, what's your favorite color? But by asking things like, what do you aspire to be? Or, what are your favorite hobbies? Tip. 
Try to avoid controversial topics unless you know the other person well. It can cause the other person to take offense, and disagreeing can cause an eternal awkward silence. If the mouth and the throat are working on a scheme to stereotype us as bad communicators, we can depend on our body language. Some of us use our body language naturally to communicate, while some of us may have to work on it. If we're awkward in the way we speak, we can make it up by being smooth in our movements. No hunching shoulders, looking self-confident, etc. are all the basics. I'm not telling you to act like a soldier, but if you build self-confidence within you, a confident posture should slowly come automatically. Take this analogy. Eating healthy keeps us healthy from the inside out, while working out is also helpful. So if we build our self-confidence from inside, we'll develop better body language. Consciously being aware of our body language and correcting it every now and then really helps. Eye contact is probably the most essential thing. It subconsciously makes other people feel like they're involved, and you are too. Don't be over the top about staring into the eyes. Eye contact will probably come instinctively if you're genuinely delighted with the conversation. Start from the bottom and work your way up. I find it very overwhelming when I'm faced with communicating with a whole group of people. Instead, what I do is start with one person and then let that person introduce me. Or... I try to ease into a conversation between the person and the other person, but not interrupt. Introverts are better at one-on-one discussions. Don't segregate yourself between introverts and extroverts. I find myself doing this quite often. Don't, as this is a restriction of communication. Labels don't make us who we are, as we are very complex characters. Who knows, maybe you're trying to communicate with a fellow introvert. Communication isn't something that can be taught but rather understood and learned. Quote, The most important thing in communication is hearing what isn't said. End quote. That's by Peter Drucker. You just listened to the post titled How to Be a Better Communicator by Shraddha Datta of IntrovertDeer.com And a wonderful article today out of Introvert Deer. Thank you to Shraddha for writing this up and allowing us to share. I really love the note about asking people questions that go beneath the surface. I agree that this is such a great way of interacting with people and, frankly, giving them a space to express themselves that they often don't get. And because of that, there may at least be some confusion, maybe some resistance at first, which is okay. But one way to help people through that and to let them know that it's safe to open up is to set the example and open up ourselves. There's nothing that encourages others to be vulnerable and really show you who they are, like doing the same thing for them. And they'll feel safe when they see you leading the way. It might take some time, but you leading the way is an essential part of it. So don't be afraid to let part of yourself go and share something with someone. It'll only accelerate the getting to know you process. And like I said, you might be giving someone a gift that no one else has. And if that's the case, it's likely a gift that they've been hoping for. That's it for me though, folks. I thank you so much for being here and staying until the end. There was definitely a lot to learn in this densely packed article. So sit and contemplate it and be sure to come back tomorrow when we're going to do it all over again with a post from Shana Olmsted. I'll see you all then, where your optimal life awaits.